Episode 54, Hear Us Roar. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge. Featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Sorry if you just got a little jumbled there. I was moving my mic. Um, 2011. We're in it. We're in it. Yesterday was 1111. And uh, if you're a fan and of one. us. On, uh, and we're one extraordinary marriage. If you're a fan on our uh, One Extraordinary Marriage fan page, you saw that Tony had fun playing around with the 1111 yeah. yesterday. That's fun. That was fun. Uh, that was fun. You know, it's lots of people I'm sure getting got married yesterday, tying in all those ones together. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've just gotten married, congratulations. Welcome to a show where you have two perfect people going through this amazing, wonderful, blissful, and happiness that we call marriage okay, each and every day. Okay, I gotta tell you, he like gets this really like kind of sappy, romantic look in his eyes when he starts talking about us being perfect. Because you know we talk this, we don't rehearse anything. But he had told me he was going to do this, and I am like over here trying not to burst out laughing as he's doing all this build up. <laughs> Because if you haven't met us yet, and this is your first time listening, you will learn very quickly. Um, that we are perfect. Probably with it. Uh, yeah. We're about as far from perfect as you can get. <laughs> and we have a less than perfect marriage. Um, because, At times. You know, well, I mean, we have days that are great, but I don't think you would ever say our marriage was perfect. I, I think that's impossible. For there are those times when we're in bed oh and the sex is so damn good. I'm sorry, that everybody. He's just worked it's, up today. It's it's perfect. It's like, oh, you know. Fortunately for me, he does not break out in song at that moment because my reaction, very much like what you all probably did, was to burst out laughing. Not very good for a guy's ego when you burst out laughing <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the moment. No, it, it is, kind and like, that has happened like before. Uh, in bed, yes, it has. Don't go, don't go. Give me this. Uh, yes. No, I'm trying honey. to remember that because I know I've prayed when, or I know I've laughed when you've tried to pray. No, you, you've laughed when we, we've tried to have sex, too. Really? Oh, yes. yeah. Every once in a while, I get a case of the giggles. Yeah. If and, any and of you like, out there get the case of the giggles, they're just and, and, times where they uh, come up at the most inopportune times. And it's the giggles where you can't stop. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And I'm done. going from excitement to... So here they come. <laughs> to... What, what's a good word I can use? Frustration? No, not frustration. I'm talking about my private parts. It goes from excitement to just... Mm-hmm. Deflated. Deflated. Spaghetti. There we go. <laughs> so it's been a week. Only an Italian would uh, go from excited to spaghetti. There you and go. You know. It's been it's been one of those amazing weeks. Last last week, Elisa and I partook in some oral sex for the first time in a long time since my mouth issue has been healed. And it was talking about, I think it was the last episode when I was talking about, it was just sort of boring. Yeah, I was a little frustrated at, at our inability to have oral sex. Right, because that is a vital part to our lovemaking routine. And I just said, you know what? I'm good. My mouth is good. It's healed. I think I can do this again. And lo and behold, the symptoms so came much. back. 
And so I rushed to my dentist and got a prescription and darn it. You know what? I haven't taken any of it today. Oh, that's Dang great. it. So, all right. Well, I'll take at least one. That's great. I'll take at least one serving of it today. So apparently we're going to have to uh, figure out creative ways around that. We'll figure out what the heck's wrong with you. So that way I can do that. Yes. Because apparently now that we have definitely confirmed that it is a female issue affecting my partner. Yes. Which would be me. Yes. Okay. Uh, so it better be you. I yeah, don't have I any know. other partners. So that sort of sucked. You know, I was all excited. It was good in the moment. It was damn good in the moment. The after effects were not so good. I know that that's the bummer part. Yeah. So we'll figure that part out. It's been a it's been a long week. We've had the kids home as many of you have for the second week. Second week of break. We had, well, we had some sunshine this week. So we had as opposed to the first week where we had five or six straight days of rain, um, right. kids were actually able to get out. Although Alex did get for with his with his Christmas money. Yeah. I think it was all his Christmas money. He got uh, Madden. NFL 11. <laughs> I don't know. Man. It has been nonstop football in our house. Yeah. Between the bowl games, the actual like real life people, NFL games and Madden. Um, the you know, Abby was probably like tonight. She's like, but I don't like football. And uh, I was like, Oh honey, you know, sorry, you've got another month until the football season's over. So yeah. one of these days we may get a, a second TV and put up, in the garage. Um, unless we get our garage insulated. Now when she actually wants to be out there, it's freezing cold. I know. And, you know, or once again. That's the only place. We, that's the only other place we'd put it though. Well, yeah, because the kids don't get TV in the rooms. So. And we're not putting one in our room. No. Sort of darn sure. No. We, the, there's a whole chapter in the book on electronics and yep. where they, where we think they belong. And when they don't belong in the room. We, we have a pretty strong rule about not in the bedroom. Right. Um, so if this is your, if you're just jumping on though and listening to us, you're going to learn that we love to talk about intimacy and not just sexual or physical, but we'll talk about emotional and intellectual and spiritual and recreational and financial, which we're going to talk about here shortly. But we, we love to just intersperse what we do each and every week and uh, give you a little bit of insights on how intimacy can be vital in your marriage and not just a sexual kind. I know a lot of you may have come across us because of the 60 days of sex challenge or the seven days of sex challenge, both of those, which Elise and I have done and many others have also done it, mm-hmm. which is just amazing. So if, if you're ready to jump on board by all means, let us know about it. We have a couple right now that, um, just emailed us letting us know, or actually they posted on the one Post extraordinary, on the yeah, they, they on one saying that they're they're starting their seven days of sex challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the message was, "Hi, this is Andy and Yvonne from Iowa. Day one was yesterday, and it went very well. Seeing how she agreed to take the challenge, and off we go. I'm delighted to say the least that she agreed to go for it, and will love to keep you all updated." I was very excited when I heard about what you two were doing after checking out a couple of podcasts. I couldn't wait to tell Yvonne about it. I heard the talking about you guys. I heard them talking about you guys on the Beyond the Box podcast and had to look you up. Thanks again, and here's to an awesome 2011. Amen. Tell you what, if you're starting off your 2011 with the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, yeah, you're off to a pretty rocking start, literally and figuratively. Good for you, dude. We haven't had sex. Well, I am on medication. <laughs> to clean up your issue. To clean up, hopefully. Hopefully, 
and unfortunately that's probably going to piggyback with me getting my period so you might be out of commission for two weeks wow two i can't remember the last time i went two weeks that's probably true that's not good <laughs> that's probably that, yeah i can't even, i mean maybe we'll just abstain up to the next seven days of sex challenge valentine's day day before valentine's day february 13th that's when we're going to do the the next one so all of you who are already listening and trying to think if you're going to jump on board that's when we're going to do it we're going to do yeah, it yeah we can't abstain that long that's not right i was gonna say you're going to really go another six weeks you're going to go no. like seven weeks without sex no i was just kidding you will be so stinking cranky I, I, honey, I said I'm, I'm. I was just kidding. Okay. Well, I just I, I'm just reiterating for those that actually. I, I do have this head cold right now, so I I don't know if I'd want to do any sexual things right now because my head hurts. And yes, I did just get blown off for a head. I don't feel good. <laughs> what are you doing with your hand there? You're like. <laughs> well, they can't. Get around no, they can't hat. see me. It's the whole. It's a whole visual thing, you okay. know. But you can't see it when you're listening. So. All right. You know. There we go. All right. Lots of good stuff happening with Fit Marriage. I want to thank all of you who've signed up for our newsletter and jumped on board mm-hmm. on uh, the same day that you are listening to this or when we release this. You can check out quickfitformula.com. That's a really cool interview series that Dust and I have launched with 12 experts in fitness and health and wellness. And um, we're really excited about that. We, we interviewed some really cool folks. So... Don't miss signing up for that and uh, getting each one of those interviews anywhere from, gosh, those interviews range anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half long. They're big and there is loads of information there. I mean, it's unbelievable the information we got. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, you've shown me snippets um, of a few of them. And, you know, if you guys are even remotely interested in fitness, which if you're alive, you should be, um, you're going to want to check this out. There yeah. is, I, I'm amazed at who they've brought together and all of the different aspects that, how many, you have 12? 12. 12 um, interviewees. The, the range oh, yeah, we, of I what mean, they do and who they are and how they approach fitness um, just really, really kind of mind-blowing in terms of just all the information that you guys have assimilated into this package. It's yeah. really Thanks. It was tough. I mean, gosh, getting everybody, interviewing them, making it all come together, getting all the videos. It's been a lot of work. And I just want to thank all of you guys for your prayers mm-hmm. because this is something that I put out there to you guys that I really want to see Fit Marriage and One Extraordinary Marriage just really take off this year in 2011. I'm uh, I'm at the point with the dent dude that it's, it's, I love what I do there, but it's time for a change. I've been doing it for 13 years and really I have a passion for fitness and health and wellness. And I have a passion for marriage and bringing those two together at fit marriages is, is awesome. I don't see us stopping this podcast. We, we enjoy what we do here each and every week and sharing with you guys. Yeah, you know, you guys are our therapy session. Quite yeah. honestly, I mean, it, but it's, it's more than that, though. At times, it's, you know, we, we want to be the voice of real Christian couples. We're, we're, not, your, we're not your fakies. And, and I'm sorry to say there, there are a lot of couples out there that do amazing presentations in front of numerous churches and numerous seminars. 
but I'm sorry to say their marriages are in shambles Mm -hmm. and that's not us. And if you ever decide to bring us in for a speaking engagement, we're going to tell you and we're going to shoot you straight because that's who we are. And I'm in Elisa as well. We're not, we're not going to sit on a, a pedestal and, and make it look like we know everything and you know nothing. So we're not gonna we're not gonna give this up anytime soon. No, no, no. I mean, gosh, it's no. Is next week the one year? Yep. Yeah, next week. Oh, so before we go on anything else, next week is the one year episode because we started podcasting January. I think it was January thirteenth. But so when this goes up next week, right. um, what goes up next week? Episode 50, episode fifty five. Yes. Yes. So with episode fifty five next week, so we want to hear from you guys. Yes, we did it. We did Come it. On. We want to hear. Let's go, you guys. How- New Year's over. Christmas is over. Get on your phones. Get on your emails. Start sending us how the podcast. Okay. Yeah. There's the Tony you all know and love. He's feeling better. He's obviously got a lot enough fluids now. He's, he's getting all fired up here. <laughs> we do. We want to hear from you. Um, we want to hear what this community, how this community has impacted your marriage over the last year. And, you know, what you've gotten out of the podcast, what your friends, are, you know, we know so many of you have, have forwarded the Facebook page, the podcasts, the Marriage Minute Mondays to your friends. We want to hear the difference it's making in the relationships around you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can call in anytime, 858-876-5663. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play all the voicemails we get um, yeah, that make, pertain to the topic next week. And make next week easy for us. Let us just play a bunch of voicemails and respond. You know, or send us emails. Emails. Ask yeah. Elisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. But next week is all about you. That's right. And if you guys don't send us or contact us, it's going to be a very quiet episode. So contact us. <laughs> be in touch. Because yeah. I you know, you guys look forward to hearing what's going on, on on the show. Yeah. So make sure there's something for us to talk about next week. That's right. So Eight five eight eight seven six five six six three, or log on to the website and shoot us a message. Um, but we want to hear from you. Episode fifty five next week. All right. All so, right. more of our week. Yeah, let's jump right into it because financial intimacy. Uh, Tony's been itching. Um, okay, I'm going to jump in because this way I can control the conversation. <laughs> so we are coming up to do our January budget, and and it's been. Dent dude's been a Dent bit dude's slow. Dent dude's been very D- slow this due, month. Due to rain and just call volume because of the holidays. The holidays. And the rain. Just December was a very off month. And I was telling you this. Yes. And November okay. was a little off too. Okay. 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 So I overspent at Christmas. And as we're doing our budget for January. The- I, I like how it's just sort of like a nonchalant. No, oh, oh, no. I no, overspent. No. Will you let me give the backstory to it? Oh, okay. Give the backstory. Sorry. Uh, okay. Go. Okay. I'm, you want I'm me to all eat? ears. So we're doing our budget. It comes up that I have overspent. Um, it's just one of those things where I made sure everybody, and we talked about this, about gifts, and um, I made sure that everybody had gifts, even if it went outside of our budget. And so we find ourselves, as we head into January, in a position that is incredibly uncomfortable for me, because Tony's looking at the budget going, well, Dent Dude's off in terms of income. I don't have the regular amount of money that you typically need. We have to cut stuff out. And those of you that have heard us talk for any length of time um, know that this is a huge no-no. I have completely in the last month 
literally in the last four days. When did we do our budget? Well, whenever it's probably been four days. It's Friday. Right? Was it Friday? Yeah, it was, it was the last Friday. day of the yeah. year. Um, put a big wedge into our marriage. I mean, Tony was Tony was pissed off. I, I, I we were in the kitchen. We were going over some numbers. And I was I was fuming. I I, I walked. He literally out walked out and, and into not the garage. Not like walked out like um never walking away back. from no. you. Just like I need to cool down. And right. our garage, you guys know, is a nice box. Um, and you know, damage was done. And for those of you that are keeping secrets about your finances, guilty as charged. We are we. No, no, no. there's no we here. There's no, no, you. no. I am back on a cash system. I understand. Well, I thought we were on a cash system before. We have been, but like I am back to individual envelopes. Like I had gotten very lazy and lax about just putting, you know, because we've been on cash, but I just kind of put all the money together instead of separating it out, instead of being much more diligent and structured. I'd gotten lax. Right. And it put a big. But in more areas than just this month. Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I've I've been very comfortable with the lifestyle and the income that I've had at my fingertips. To you know, a couple dollars here, a couple dollars there, and I think it's more than a couple dollars here and there. Are you going to interrupt every sentence? Yeah, I am. Okay, because that's really not going to make me want to talk to you. Okay. Well, it's, it's like it's I'm like just, talking I'm to just, the kids, and uh, if I okay. can't finish this, if I can't finish uh, the I'm thought, just, I'm then, just commentating. That's uh, all. Okay, you can do that. I'm not here. I'm just commentating. Well, if you're commentating, then it's hard to pretend you're not here because you're interrupting. Okay. Well, it's hard. Okay, then why don't you talk? I can't. I can't let you just go through your stream of thought without making comment because if I do, then you're gonna. I'm gonna come to the end of this and I'm not gonna be able to comment because I'm gonna forget. Okay. Why don't you comment now and I'll just no. You go. No, because you obviously have a lot that you want to say. So go. No, I I just think it's. uh, You're very frugal when it comes to looking for the deal. And and this is where I think I've missed something over this last year because you're always excited about how you found this deal here or this deal there. And lo and behold, this deal and that deal, I just never put two and two together that you're just spending like it's water. And so one of my big things has been this year, going into this year, is we're doing Family Simplify 2.0. I mean, we're just getting rid of crap. I'm done. I'm just done with the crap that's around this house. There, there's too much of it. If I can hike the Pacific Crest Trail over 138 days with the things that are in my on my backpack and survive, I think we can do with much less in this household. But it didn't hit me until we're like starting to clean out stuff, and you have probably 40 pairs of shoes that are stacking up and there's clothes here and there's clothes here and there's stuff over here and yes i was excited by all means that you're getting it at a deal the problem is is that you're still shopping and so every time you're doing that you're cutting into what is needed when a time like november and december roll around when we're slow and so it's it puts an impact on me when I'm looking to go. It's not like I've been, you know, I've been wanting a new pair of cycling shorts for three months. Mine are all thinned out in the Lycra and I've just been holding off. And, alone, you know, here it is. You got shoes and clothes. And I mean, we had a st- 
stack that we send over to Salvation Army. And we got probably another stack that needs to go to Salvation Army. Guilty. Guilt. uh, There's nothing I can I can do to change the actions that I've done. I, I understand that. But what I what I'm just saying is that it's I just it, it's it bugs me and it should well, I'm it should you it does. because I, I I have not been completely honest with you this year about our finances point well taken yeah so I get it and, and I am I have put stop gaps into in, in my in, in and understand, folks, I mean, we, we understand, we go through how much we need, we go through our cash flow plan, I transfer money over to the personal, it, it's not like I have no clue what's going on, it's just that, you know, we give each other our blow money and all, and I think you made it clear that you're just throwing everything into one envelope, well, if you are out shopping for yourself, you didn't know if you went over your blow money. And if you did, you wouldn't know because the money was just all in one envelope. Right. So that's what bugs me is that, you know, my blow money is in a separate envelope aside from everything else. It's not like I dip into it or I, I spend it and then I dip into what is necessary for the family. Right. So, you know, there have been times that I've dipped into my into my blow money to go buy stuff because it was just like, oh, we don't have that cash. I remember that happening a couple of times. I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll grab a 20 out of my out of my envelope. So that's, it just bugs, you know? That's why when I was out today and I had an incident, I called you on the way home to say, right. this is what happened today. This is what I, you know, it was a situation where I'd used a gift card. Um, I was out shopping. Tony had given me one gift card and somebody else had given me another one, just a Visa gift card at Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple of them. And uh, went to use, Tony's was a store-specific card. I went to use the Visa card on top of that gift card. And it came up declined. And I'm like, good grief. Are you kidding me? I've waited between behind 25 people. I've been at the store for an hour trying on running shoes. And so I used our personal and I called him on the way home to say, here's what happened. I know I've got two gift cards. And so it didn't even dawn on me until I was driving home that I gave them the one that had the much like $4 on it, gave them the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, here's what I need to do. But I'm calling you right now to say, this is what happened when I was out shopping today. Mm-hmm. I did not, you know, it's something that I have to do. I took the kids shopping today and, um, excuse me, I'm sure we were much to the amusement of everybody in our local Trader Joe's because each one of my kids had calculators and we were going through the store mm-hmm. as we were putting stuff in the cart, totaling it up to make sure um, that it stayed within budget. But it's very hard to actually grocery shop and make sure that we're punching in numbers correctly on three different calculators. And <coughs> excuse me. So we actually got to the point where I'm like, okay, I think I might've left something out and or a couple of something, you know, you just between mm-hmm. having conversations and two calculators with the kids. Right. And so the kids had asked for a treat and I said, okay, here's the deal. I think we're okay. 
But if we're not, this is all the cash that mom brought to the grocery store. And I'm going to tell the, the clerk when we get up there, if we have enough money, then we can put the treat in the cart. If we don't have enough money, it'll have to be next time. Right. Because I, I've told them mom made a big mistake and, you know, we're going to need to get back on track with that. I've told them that um, because we only have debit cards, we don't carry credit cards. Um, we've done that. We did that mistake in our marriage early on. Uh, we did that mistake in our relationship early on with credit cards and just a lot of debt with credit cards. Um, so we only have debit cards. Everything comes out of the account. And so, in fact, I was coaching the kids this morning. I'm like, okay, when we're out shopping, if you see mommy reach in for her debit card, you need to remind me, mommy, we don't put anything on the debit card. Right. Which they think is a big joke because they're, they're all excited about being able to correct their mother. So I have no doubt... Nice. That if I even reach for a card in my wallet, whether it's the Costco card or actually a debit card, that somebody's going to say something to me, mommy, Good. which is good. And that's, you know, because typically when I'm out shopping, I'm not with Tony. I'm with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're at a different place than where we were a year, year and a half ago. For all of you, I mean, it's just it's the entrepreneur in me. It's it takes time to build up what you see here at One Extraordinary Marriage. I mean, we're 54 episodes in, but it takes time. It takes equipment. It takes, you know, putting things together. With Fit Marriage, I have my partner, Dustin, but again, it takes money to make things happen. And because we live on a cash basis, we use cash. It's it's not being funded on credit cards to then hopefully we hit it at one point and we're able to pay off the credit cards. Been so there. yeah, we've been there. And with the combination of Dent Dude being slow, it all just it just came together. At, you know, it was a perfect storm, I guess. But at the same time, it's not because we may be less in our savings. But at the same time, we don't have any debt. It's just a little more uncomfortable than we have been for quite some time. And you know what? I'm not going to give up because I believe God has a plan for us. And I, I, I believe everything will, it will work out. I mean, I, I do. It's just, it's a tough time. It's a scary time as an entrepreneur to to be out there at times. Um, you know, there there's fears that that well up. You just wonder if you're going to make it and if it's going to happen, and if so, when and how long you can withstand before it uh, you can't withstand it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where it is, and it, it it is hurtful. It don't don't get me wrong. I mean, Elise and I have had to just talk this out and what better place than on the show i was gonna say actually we haven't talked about it that much because you were waiting for the show well i just wanted to air it out here because that way i have a record of it and i can listen back (laughs) to it but but believe me i have forgiven you well way before we did this podcast okay that's that's good to hear because since we hadn't really talked about it and i knew that you were going to bring it up on the show um i'd even talked it was this morning when I'm like, can you give me a heads up if you're going to like totally, you know, throw me under the bus yeah. or what you're going to do? Um, and, and unfortunately, fortunately, the timing on this, um, for those of you that are listening to this podcast, and maybe you haven't listened before, maybe you've been longtime listeners, Christmas has just happened. Right. I, I'm probably, I'm going to go out on a limb here, guessing that I'm not the only one that did this. And... No, I'm sure you are. 
I'm the only one who, yeah, because again, it's like that perfect couple that you're listening to. Um, learn from my mistake. Talk to your spouses. You know, if you've been on the cash plan and you got a little lazy like I did, get back on it. I have, I don't know, five or six envelopes in there now. I forget how many I broke it down for. I, I don't know. I even handed Tony an envelope with cash in it and said on those nights when I call you and say, can you pick up groceries on the way home? Here's yeah. your envelope for that. It, it's coming out of the grocery money. Right. You know, here's. So while this was not a comfortable day on Friday for us. And yes, we did have to cut some things out of our budget for the month of January. Um, we still have money in the budget for date night. Well, we also got a gift card from. But we still, Mom. but for babysitting, I mean, we still have to cover babysitting. Yes. So we still kept, we cut out some of the money that we typically have in our babysitting fund, but we still have money in for babysitting. Right. First and foremost, I should say, even before the babysitting money is, we did our tithe. Yeah. For oh, the yeah. month of January. Oh, that was yeah. in a category. That's a non-negotiable category for us that did not get cut. Nope. Um, you know, so these are things that forced the financial intimacy to, you know, kind of open that broke down that door, open the door. I don't know what you, what the right phrase is, but I, I it got us talking it about it again. Yeah, I think it's sometimes when, oh man, when, when you get to those points in your marriage where the walls get built up, which we've talked about before and we hate to deal with them. It's one of those times when you, you basically butt your head up against the wall and it's time for that damn thing to come down. So uh, that's what it was. It was just, it it just came to this point where, you know, it was needed. It it was, it's those stumbling blocks in our lives and in our marriages where sometimes it's the wake up call that we need, you know? So, I mean, if you're sitting there and you're just going, man, I'm uh, the best part I can think of is, you know, and I just think of fit marriage and I, and I hear a lot of people just go, I have no energy. I'm tired. I mean, you're you're at a stumbling point. It's time to get healthy, you know, and that could be physically. It could be emotionally, you know, if you're running into these stumbling blocks with your spouse, it's time to speak up and find out what's going on. Time to talk through it. Just like Elisa and I have done here for you guys tonight. You know, uh, the good thing is you don't have to do it in front of thousands of people, you know, you just get to do it yeah. at your home. I mean, the rest of you would probably just be on the couch. Right. And but, think about me. I had to like, I had to tell them to stop to, interrupting. But it happens. And that's what happens too. I mean, you, you have to, you have to talk that way as well. So it's, it's tough. Don't, don't get us wrong. I mean, I will tell you from a husband's perspective, I seriously just walked into the garage and I sat in my chair. I had my laptop out there. And I was just dinking around with end of year crap that I have to deal with. Um, running three businesses, there's loads of stuff I got to get done now. Yeah. And Public I haven't taxes. really wanted to do that. So I just, I was just sitting there just looking at the numbers, just trying to figure out what we could do to make it work. It was a time for me just to relax. You know, even when Elisa came out, I, I was cold, I was distant, but you know, there came a point when she came out there and just said she was sorry. I acknowledge that. And I can, I can honestly say for myself, knowing that we we're going to speak here at that moment, I had let it go. 
I knew we were still going to come together and have to work through that cash flow plan, which we did. Mm-hmm. And we still had some tips in there and, and some, you know, okay, how are we going to make this happen? Right. Praise God, though, at one point, Elisa goes. <laughs> okay, so we have all these automatic withdrawals out of our accounts because, you know, for things like taxes and insurance and stuff. But we actually, for our property taxes, we don't have that in, what is it, an escrow fund? Or I forget what that's called. Some people have it where like yeah, the no, mortgage no, we, company we, pulls yeah, your taxes. Yeah, we, we what we do and we pay our property our taxes ourselves. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, how much money are we pulling? You know, all of a sudden it dawns on me that over the last year, because property values in California have plummeted, um, we had received two notices that our property tax dollar amount had dropped. And I thought I had gone in and adjusted the amount being pulled out of our checking account mm-hmm. so that that was being reflected so that we were pulling out exactly what we needed. No more, no less. The rest of it could stay, whether it was in you know Tony's business account or if it, wherever it was going. And so I start looking. I'm like, well, how much money do we have in that account? Well, lo and behold, we have, what did I say, $1,300? Yeah. Yeah, $1,300 more than we needed to have come April. So like I'm... I'm like into next year paying my taxes, 2012, in terms of the amount of money we had sitting in this account. Praise God. So I was able to say, here's the deal. I've got this $1,300. Yes, we're still going to be tight this month because we we didn't take the full 13. We actually took three, I think 300 of that and then moved the thousand into our emergency fund. Mm -hmm. But it was still like, okay, while I have not glossed over this problem, there was at least, fortunately a a bit of a reprieve in terms of okay we're not still negative 300 because we got to a point like when i cut everything out of the budget that i could and still have you know the lights on and a little bit of heat and food um we were still short about 300 dollars. and then as i was going through these accounts to find that 1300 dollars in our property tax account to be like oh that's sweet okay He might not be happy at me right now, but he will be happy to hear that there's $1,300 that we are actually way, way ahead of in this particular account that I can pull out of there. It does no detriment to that account because we still, I still have the automatic withdrawal set up for that account. We're still ahead of the game there by a few months, which I always keep a couple month cushion there because something happens, but we're not, you know, we don't need to keep an extra $1,300 in that account. No. So that was um, that was just a, like a little bit of a breathe easy for me to say, okay. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. sometimes God works in ways that we don't know. And then for our case, you know, that was something that we had set up. It was like that. And it it was a blessing. It was, a, you know, it was one of those blessings. And it, I don't know, really know where I came up with the idea of checking all our automatic withdrawals out of our checking account to see are they all where they're supposed to be. But all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, what is our dollar amount on that? How much? I mean, we're, we've been playing at almost double what we need. Right. So, um, praise God yeah. for that extra money that was found. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was our big financial intimacy end of 2010, beginning of 2011. Uh, Yay. Night, evening, day. Um, <laughs> And, and you guys got to hear, you know, I mean, again, if you haven't listened to us before, this is how Tony and I handle stuff. 
What a way to start 2011. Woohoo! All right. That's our week. So hear us roar. Okay. I, so, <laughs> right, he wants me to do this. I just, I have to go along. You know, it's kind of, I think, my penance for a Friday. I can't, I can't even do it on the All air. right. Never mind. Don't do it then. Okay. Well, now I have to because now they're sitting there going, well, what is she supposed to do? It's kind of like last week, whenever you said whatever you said, and people are like, what'd she do? Okay. So he wants me to say, I am woman, hear me roar. And I am man, hear me roar. We, we are, are married. One. Whoops, we are one, one hear, hear us roar. roar. See, I can't even get my line. This is why oh. we don't script stuff. All right, we didn't script it. We did. You wanted to do this, and I, I totally don't. screwed it up. So, What is it see? we're talking about tonight? Dun, 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 dun. Well, we're talking about being vocal. We're talking about being vocal in your bedroom, in the midst of lovemaking. Can you... Do you? I have. I struggle with this. I, I don't even struggle with it. I just don't do it. Yes. <laughs> it's very hard for me. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, Tony's like, I want you to be more vocal. And all I can think about typically is the fact that we share a bedroom wall with our eight-year-old son. Yeah. Who, who's usually asleep by the time we're doing. The, oh, 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 hold on. I think that's a little, I, I understand when we're in the bedroom sometimes. I understand that. We are almost always in the bedroom. No. I, I There are, kids are going to be going to school tomorrow. Praise God. Um, And there are times during the day even. Okay, I'll give you that. There are times when we're at a hotel. There are times when there are no kids around is what I'm getting at. Little hand gesture there for the audience. And... There is no vocalization. I, I'm not very comfortable with it. I know. And I'm. that's why we're having this session. So that way we can discuss it. <laughs> I feel like this is a pick on a Lisa episode. Go ahead. It's not. That way we can discuss it. So I can help you vocalize more during our lovemaking. I don't know that there's anything that you can do. I mean, because I think about like, I don't necessarily want people to hear me nobody's hearing you it's me that's not who do you think's hearing you (laughs) well like i said usually when i think about it it's either because we're at home and alex is asleep next door or we've got our windows open and we have a common wall with our neighbor and their backyard and their bedroom window it's like all right there i just i don't they don't hear well you like to think so i don't know that for sure they honey we've shut the windows before i know <laughs> so you want me i see it i'm just not, i'm not comfortable with it okay so in any case let's let's talk uh, okay. about this <laughs> to you guys slight let's, dismissal there. no no let's talk about this to you guys i mean is it something that you enjoy when you're making love is is it something that you would like to discuss to your spouse maybe it, it, this could be reversed. I mean, you could be the wife and your husband isn't vocalizing to you. Now, again, vocalizing to me doesn't mean you have to be screaming and yelling. A, a lot of it doesn't even include that. Yes, I mean, in the throes of it, sure, if you if you let out a couple of nice screams, high pitch, sure. Would I dig it? Yes. Would it make me feel manly and, and boost my ego? Yes, I, I do know that. I'm talking about just even some of the 
the foreplay, the vocalization, the talking, the the moaning, the groaning, the the positive response that I am pleasuring you. Are you talking to them or are you talking to me? Them and you. Oh, okay. Just checking because you've got all... You're you're having a rough night tonight. (laughs) Like I said, I didn't know how much I was going to get ambushed on the whole finances thing. And so I'm still like trying to recover. And now we're talking about vocalization, which a week ago seemed like a really great topic until I I had the whole finances thing. And so now I just feel like it's a rough night for me. All right. Well, we're done with that. So that's what that's what I'm talking about. It's the it's not just the screams. And I try, but it's not like I I'm not comfortable doing it every single time. Well, I'm not saying yeah, because if we did it every single time, it'd be it would be just like anything else. It's like you got to change the scenery up. Right? And I do. There are times when I do, but I think you would like it more than I do. Yes. You would like it all the time. Even though you say no, you would like it all the time. No. Yes. No. Yes. Come on. What do you, honey, There, it's not all the time. There are many times when you don't say anything and it's it's awesome. Okay. And there are times when I do vocalize. So you're kind of getting the whole gamut there. But but vocalization comes maybe two out of ten times. So, so I'm hitting like 20% here. No, you bat a thousand, dude. Whether you know it or not, you bat a thousand. And I usually tell you afterwards that so that was pretty good. Or very good. Or excellent. Pretty good. You got that, guys? <laughs> pretty good. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> uh, I just feel like I should go put my head under a pillow right now. Are you done? Are you just done? I just I feel like I just have I cannot say the right thing tonight. No, you are. You're doing awesome. I just I wanted to talk about this because I think it's something that a lot of marriages get stuck in. Well, and it is something that that we are comfortable discussing and we have discussed it. When you bring it up, it's just not ever. It's probably like initiating sex. Okay. And in what? Well, I'm backing up here. Back up with me. So early years of our marriage and middle years of our marriage, (laughs) I, you know, we've been married almost. 15 years it'll be 15 well, it's years 14 after. we're 14. 14 let's not jump the gun here baby doll. okay well you know we're moving into the it's 2011 yeah, right. i feel like we're moving all into right. 15 don't jump the gun we're at 14 oh we're at 14 okay so up until about year 11 yes year 11 yes okay i was very comfortable letting tony initiate sex 99.99999 percent of the time yes and so since we did the 60 days of sex that has been shifted to the point where even a couple of weeks ago, I actually initiated both times. During our During our week. week. Yeah. Watch out, world. When was the last time that ever happened in your life? Right. Um, Are we going to mention what you used last week? Because you well, initiated you with that. you might as well because you mentioned it now in two episodes. So people are like trying to figure out what's going on. So go ahead. No, it was you, your Christmas present. No, you. I'm not telling them. You tell them. You're the one who brought it out. Okay. So I got a vibrating massage, massager. The little finger one. The little finger one. And, and this and is a I'm woman. Tu- now I'm turning red because like this will probably be the episode again that my parents listen to because I doubt they listen to all of them. But mom and dad, if you're listening, I am a little red right now. Awesome. <laughs> Th- this And this is one of those things that Elisa, no kidding, up until that point, always, nope, 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 nope. So when she did bring it out, yes, I, I mean, she initiated and brought this out all in the same night. I was like, 
what is going on in my house? So there was no need for vocalization that night where there was a lot of fun laughter and just sort of figuring that thing out. Okay, so let's get back to vocalization. Okay, I'm like, where are you going? Um, so that has been that has been a shift where yes. I've gotten comfortable initiating. Yes, and and you have become very comfortable with that. But that took a couple of years. I mean, if you think about it, we did the 60 days of sex and then it's just kind of been getting, eight, well, not a couple of years, but after that, when we started our intimacy lifestyle and that became more yeah. routine. Okay. Um, and so I know that the vocalization thing has been something that you would like and it is something that I try and be conscious of, but it's not always at the forefront of, oh, okay, we're making love. Check. Being vocal. Check. Wearing sexy lingerie. Check. You know, it's, it's not on my checklist. You know, I don't know if it should be. I don't know if it's just something that like I have to be like, okay, Tony wants me to be more vocal. I need to do this. Yeah. Well, it's not that I want you to feel like you need to do it. I just, I don't know. You would like me to feel like I need to do it. You want it. And I, it's not, if it's not inherently what I do or who I am all the time, then that's something that I need to do. Not necessarily I want to do. Right. No, I understand that. I mean, that that's, you know, that's really where because when I am in the mood and choose to be vocal, then that's just, it's not something I'm thinking about. It's just something that happens. You know, like when I do vocalize, it's not, oh, Tony would like me to be vocal. Vocalize now. Cue vocals. Yeah. It just happens as an extension of, of our lovemaking session. It's not a... It, it it's just natural, yeah. right? He, here's here's something that happened years ago, and I think this is why. We're, okay, I don't know where he, what he's bringing up now. Go ahead. What happened years ago? No. Okay, relax, relax. <laughs> mm. You're okay. I've got I've got a guess. Elisa and I. Okay. For, yeah. mit, for not many years, but for years. We would we would do a lot of fantasizing within the bedroom. Oh, that's not, okay. That's not oh. where I thought you were going to go. Right. Go ahead. So within this fantasy fantasizing, and I'm and I will say, it is not done in our bedroom any longer. This was done prior to me getting off of pornography. Mm-hmm. Once I got off pornography, we have not done it since. So that's six years plus now. Um, we used to do a lot of fantasy role play type stuff in our bedroom and you know within those fantasies there were other women and men brought in we would talk to each other about Mm -hmm. that and you know as much as i know that is wrong and we have not done it because we realized how detrimental that had that was in our marriage Mm -hmm. you know it was taking the focus away from you and from me and putting it on to other imaginary beings right but there was a lot of that talking that happened during that time Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen anymore right and so i think there's that part of me that enjoyed that conversation we had mm-hmm. and I know that I don't want to be talking 
to you in that manner, but how do I talk and how do you talk back to me? So that way when we are in the bedroom and we're having, we can have this sort of discussion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we've ever really kind of tackled it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, As you can tell, we're both like sick and dealing with our stuff here. Thank you, God, for our children. Yes. Um, Yeah, you know, that probably does have a lot to do with it because Mm -hmm. we haven't done that. It probably, you know, if I think back, okay, when did we start, you know, not that I can like open up my calendars from past years and be like, okay, this is when this stopped and this is when this started. But they do, they do probably dovetail right? together in terms of, okay, if we're not doing this, then it, it's kind of changed the program mm-hmm. for that type of lovemaking. Um, because we did, we took all other imaginary beings out of our bedroom. And so that's been, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I think there's probably something very much to that. And, you know, there probably will be more discussion on how and what's comfortable. Um, because I honestly don't want it to be something I need to do. Understand. And I think that's probably this conversation is probably the first time I've voiced to you that when it does happen, it's natural. It's just an extension as opposed to a mental checklist. Make in love with Tony. Got the lingerie on. Don't forget to vocalize. Did I brush my teeth? You know, take the night guard out. All that good stuff. Yeah. And I don't want it to be that by any right. means because then it's then it's it's contrived and that's not what we want our love making to be. We don't want it to be contrived and forced. We want it to be natural and fun and exciting. I, I'm I just, just don't think I've ever been able to convey to you that what we just said. Right. And I think that probably will have more of an impact on you on me being able to verbalize. This is how I feel. And this is when it does happen. This is like this. And if you just ask me to do it, then I'm going to, you know, be going, okay, did I remember to groan? <laughs> did I moan two times tonight? No. And that's yeah. not what, again, if you go back to that time before it, it was never like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think I'm coming from. That's the standpoint I'm where I'm coming from. And right. So something for us to work on. Yeah. So if for you guys out there, if this is something that you want or have been thinking about, I hope that by listening to Elise and I discuss it, it will help you be able to talk to your spouse about it. Mm-hmm. You know, Again, we talk about some subjects that others don't want to talk about, nor do they choose to talk about. But, you know, Christian marriages, Christian lovemaking, it's glorious and it's beautiful. And in all honesty, I believe that when we're doing it, it's it's for God's glory, man. He's looking down on us and he's going right on. So sometimes it takes some time to to discuss it with our wives and our husbands and try to work it out because it isn't like you see in the movies. It's not like you see in the TV shows, as many of you know who've been married for years to come. But you can definitely get it there. You can definitely get it there. And we're a testament to that. Mm -hmm. 
we're a testament to that. We've been we've been at this now for two and a half years since the sixty days of sex challenge. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so it takes time. There's there's a lot of work that you put in, but I'll tell you, two and a half years after we did that, our lovemaking, our sex life is beautiful. It's better than it has ever been, and it continuously grows. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely at a phase in our marriage where, and I never thought I would say this because quite honestly, the way the first years went, I never thought I'd be saying, oh my gosh, I've been married 14 years and my sex life is actually getting better with time. Yeah. Instead of dwindling or, you know, being so, so, I mean, when, when we make love, it's fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks more than pretty good. In my mouth too. (laughs) I told you not to. I did. I was very concerned about you doing that. You're like, "Eh, it'll be fine. The good thing is though, is Dr. Alonzo love the ma'am just called him up and just said, Hey dude, I need another prescription. Can you send that? Can you get me one? And so that was a $15 prescription. That's cleaned up. It's not, hey, it didn't go as long as last time. Well, fortunately, you know the symptoms and you Thank you, Carrie, for giving us the heads up. And And, uh, I was able to just notice it very quickly Mm -hmm. and we took care of that. So you guys, it's been a wonderful evening. It's it's been a little tough, I think, on both Elisa and I. It's, It's not often that we go this in depth on some issues you know both financial intimacy and sexual intimacy all in the same evening so yeah usually it's one or the other and so i'm a little woo. um yeah just a, a rougher night than than we typically have on a topic right or topics topics so we just we want to thank you though for the last year and for all of you who continue to share us and find us we're thankful that you're here and we are looking forward to an awesome, awesome 2011. So without further ado, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Thank you.